Happy Tuesday, everyone. It is yours truly, Miss Sharmitra Danielle Miles. I hope you all are doing great today. I do not want to take up too much of your time. However, I do want to give out my spot on episodes as God gives them to me. And yesterday, a title called My Safe Place came to me. So I wanted to share it with you. Um, of course, the passage that would go with that title, My Safe Place, would actually be Psalms 91. I did not think about Psalms 91 when I thought about My Safe Place. I more thought about what is your safe place, Danielle? And I sat in my car on my way to work yesterday morning, and there's about two or three safe places that I have. One of those safe places is when I am in prayer before God, whether I'm driving to work, kneeling on my knees or laying on my face, but I feel completely safe in those three areas. Another safe place of mine would be when I am worshiping God through dance. There is no hurt, no harm, nor danger that I can even think that would come to me when I am worshiping God. And I do feel so, so safe there. Um, And I honestly wish I could just stay right there all day long, 365 days a year, 24 hours, as long as I can. But unfortunately, all good things come to an end. However, I do all I can to make sure those good moments don't really end. So what I do is I find moments in my day to really try to get to my safe place, which is prayer or worship before God. And in those moments of me feeling unsafe, when I feel afraid, when I feel like everything in my life has gone wrong, when I see that the odds are stacked up against me, when I see constant obstacles in the way, when I see all red lights, but yet I want green lights, I get afraid. And I'm 37 and I still be scared, okay? The coolest thing about your age and being Christian and having God as your father, no matter how afraid you are, he creates a space for you. He creates time for you to let you know that it's okay. You're safe with me. It's okay. No need to be afraid. And I think it's important for us to know as just Christians that in this walk with God, There are going to be times when you become afraid because you don't know what to do. There are going to be times when you become afraid because you don't have full direction like you thought you did. You know, you can put all your cards out on the table from one through 10 and this is exactly how you want your life to be. And next thing you know, the first, second, third, and fourth, and fifth card is in place and everything has happened, but yet that sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth card has not manifested in your life. And in those times, we get a bit nervous. 
we get confused, we get scared, and we wonder if something's wrong. We never really think that half of our desires might not possibly be the desires that God has for you. And it's so important to pray that his desires become your desires because we will begin to want and desire things that God never (laughs) intended for us to want or desire. So like I was saying, as we are Christian, no matter how old we get in age, there are going to be so many times you become afraid and you're not really afraid of like the dog next door or afraid that somebody's going to like break in the house. You're more afraid that you won't be successful. You're more afraid that, you know, your health is going under and you don't have medical insurance and everything internally feels like it's going the wrong direction. And you're just hoping that you don't have some type of ailment or some type of disease. Like I'm talking about those type, that type, excuse me, of being afraid. You know, you're afraid because your desire was to be married and have children. And yet there is no man in your life whatsoever to even have a relationship with. So how in the world are you supposed to have a family and children and that little house on a hill and there's no man to, to give you that hope. However, when those moments come, when you feel unsure, when you feel not so safe, when you feel afraid and you find yourself emotional and you're crying off and on throughout the day, You need to turn to Psalms 91 and remember where your safe place is. Again, this title message is my safe place. My safe place is in prayer with my father. Why is that my safe place? I can be so open and raw with God because I can trust him with every single part of me. Whereas when it comes to humans, I really don't trust a lot of humans with every single part of me. Why? Because we crazy. (laughs) Okay. Humans have the ability to hold things against you. They have the ability to prejudge you, even though they verbally might not have said anything. You can share with them the deepest, most intimate secret that you've ever had. And you thinking that they're your safe place and you can trust them. But little did you know that... As you're telling them everything and pouring out your heart, they are saying, "Uh uh-huh. And they are, uh, you know, they look like they're listening and they look like they're in tune with what you're saying. But at the same time in their mind, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe she did that. She's supposed to be Christian and she did that. They are judging you and they're just not bold enough to tell you. But mentally, (laughs) they've already, they've already judged you. So a lot of times for me, when it comes to expressing my moments of vulnerability, when I'm not so emotionally intact or emotionally stable, I don't like really running to people. There's only two people that I probably will talk to. And that's my best friend. And that is my sister, who is also my best friend. That's two people. Now, I don't consider them my safe places, 
but I know what areas of me I can trust him with. The only person that I tell everything to without any filters is my father, God. He is the only one that knows everything there is to know about Sharmitra Danielle Miles. Until this day, so many people are interested in wanting to know my testimony. Just the other day, someone told me, I feel like you are a mystery wrapped in so many gifts and talents, and they are so interested in knowing what it is that I went through. I am a very private woman, um, not living a secret life type woman, but I'm a very private woman. So I'm very selective with whom I give myself to. And let me tell you something. There's times I trusted my heart, (laughs) which I've learned I really can't trust like I thought I did. We'll talk about that in a minute. But I trusted my heart and I gave away valuable information, um, you know, to different people that I've encountered relationships with as far as looking forward to move, uh, you know, in a more basically a personal relationship, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend type stuff. And I, I gave them a part of me. Um, because I thought that's what we were supposed to do. Like, I thought we're supposed to share things so we can learn about each other. And it's like, every time I do that, it backfires on me. Um, and I either end up not talking to the person anymore or, you know, we just become friends, which is fine. Um, at this point I'm like, God, whatever is in your will, that's fine. If we're not meant to be together, that's perfectly fine. But what about that information I gave them? <laughs> like, what you going to do with the information that I gave you? You know, now that we're no longer, you know, moving forward in a relationship, we are friends. But what you going to do with that valuable information that I gave you? And boom, right there, I finally said, you know what? I'm not giving me away anymore. I'm not going to give bits and pieces of Charmitra Danielle Mouse to anyone anymore. Because like I said, humans will let you down. They have the ability to hold things against you. They, um, they, they do things they don't need to do. And it's like you give yourself over and over and over again in hopes to build relationships with people. And all they do is let you down. Now there are some people, a small percentage, like two out of a (laughs) hundred, there's a small percentage of people that you can trust. God will put people in your life and in your path that you can confide in, that you can trust. But after you've been hurt so many times, you eventually close up. Now, I don't think there's anything wrong with closing up and building those walls to protect yourself and your heart, but make sure you don't build those walls so high that God himself can't reach you. Now, you can get away from and escape people and not allow them to know you in debt, in and out. But what you can't escape is God. That is who you should always let in. Remember, he is my safe place. There's nothing I hold back from God. And I tell you that today, there is nothing you should hold back from God, whether it be in tears, whether it be in frustration, you don't hold back from him. He is your maker. He made you. He knows everything about you. There's nothing he does not know. 
So you tell him everything. You confide in him about everything. You go to God about every single thing and allow him to guide you in every single area of your life. And I guarantee you, you will not be disappointed. Yes, hurts are going to come. Yes, pain is going to come. Yes, traumatizing things are going to come, which means you possibly need a great deal of healing, but that's okay. Allow God to heal you. Allow him to do the greatest work inside of you so that you can be completely used by God in every single aspect of your life. Remember in your times of of need, in your times of crying, in your times of wanting to give up, you are to run to one person and one person only. And that is God. Of course, I am speaking from a single uh, woman's perspective because I'm sure the ladies that are married and the males that are married, then there's a high possibility that you run to your wife or that you run to your husband uh, when things are going wrong. But on this end, coming from a single woman, I don't run any longer to a man and I will no longer run to um, a, a female who I thought was my friend who really is not my friend who just can't wait to get gathered information on me so that she can once one day use it against me. Oh, no, no, no. Danielle's no longer going to run to people. I have learned that I need to run to God and God only. He is my safe place and that is the only place I am safe and I'm able to be open and vulnerable without him judging me. So I encourage you to run to God. Allow him to be your safe place. Why is my worship so authentic and why is it that when I minister through dance, people can see that I have a relationship with God? Uh, yeah, that's because I have a relationship with God. There's so many times I've cried at night and during the day and in my car driving and after I've ministered, there's times I've got on my knees completely drenched the whole floor <laughs> with tears from my eyes and it was only in the presence of my father. And once I left his presence, I felt a lot better. I'm safe in his presence. There's no judgment. I'm free from pain. I'm free from ailments. I'm free from their judgmental um, opinions of me. I'm free from all these things, but it is only when I get out of his presence, when I get out of, of him is when all those things that I'm safe from become so vivid all over again. So I was like, okay, God, if I feel amazing in your presence, then that's where I want to stay. I want to stay in your presence as much as possible. I want to seize every single moment that I have with my father, because that's, that's where the making of Sharmitra is. That's where the making of me is. That's where my purpose was birthed. That's where Captivated Ministries was birthed. That's where this podcast was birthed. The whole relationship with me and God is just that important. Your relationship between you and God is that important. I wanted to read a few things from Psalms 91 and, um, Excuse me. I wanted to read a few things from Psalms 91. Um, And it says, he who dwells in the shelter of the most high will rest in the shadow of the almighty. We'll say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. 
Let me read that again. Psalms 91 and 1. He who dwells in the shelter. Dwell, dwell means to live, to abide in. He who decides to live in God's shelter will always be protected. It says, he who dwells in the shelter of the most high God will rest in the shadow of the almighty. Will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Right there is enough for me to trust God all over again. I know that if I cannot trust anyone, I can trust God. I know that if I don't have a safe place to go, my safe place is on my knees in prayer. Let me tell you something. In order to recognize where your safe place is, you must be able and willing to see where your safe place isn't. And let me say this. Your safe place is not in sex. Your safe place is not in your coping mechanisms. Your safe place is not in drinking alcohol. Your safe place is not always in your boyfriend. Your safe place might not always be in your husband or your wife. Your safe place might not always be in your church home that you attend. Your safe place might not be your best friend. Your safe place this whole time is with God. That is where you are most safe at. That is where you are most covered at. See, when you are vulnerable, people wait and they prey on you even the more. It's like they can just smell your vulnerability and they say crazy things to get your attention. And we crazy enough to allow them to get our attention. And then we give in. We open ourselves up to them. And then our heart gets broken all over again. I told someone this the other day. You are too valuable to continue to allow yourself to get hurt. You are too valuable to God. You are too valuable to yourself to allow your heart to continue to be broken over somebody that probably won't even be in your life for another year, probably won't even be in your life at all anymore. You have to be careful who you allow to be your safe place. I'm so serious right now because I, as attractive as I am, as talented as I am, as anointed as I am, I have experienced a great deal of heartache from relationships. I'm not blaming it on God. I'm not blaming it on the other person. Okay, if, if those relationships didn't go right, that's fine. Okay, but at some point, you have to learn from your mistakes. Stop letting people in. Stop letting people in your heart that's not qualified to be there. The only person that's qualified to be in your heart swimming around <laughs> in your heart is God. I don't want nobody else in my heart except the Holy Spirit. Who is the one who judges the intentions and the thoughts of the heart? Anyway, I don't need you in my heart trying to figure out what's going on. Get out of there. I don't need you trying to get in my mind and manipulate me. Get out of my mind. There are people that will literally come in your life to manipulate your mind and your heart to make you think one thing when you know you should be thinking another. Do not allow any manipulators to come into your life and deceive your heart and deceive your mind. You allow the Holy Spirit to dwell in your heart and to dwell in your mind and allow him to overtake you like never before. Allow the Holy Spirit to heal you 
like never before. He is your safe place. That manipulator is not your safe place. That liar who just can't find time to tell the truth, (laughs) that is not your safe place. He or she is not your safe place. So I challenge you today. I challenge you today on Tuesday, February 11th to ask yourself, is God your safe place? And after you ask yourself, is God your safe place? I want you then to allow God to minister to you back and give you the answer. Because I guarantee you those that are in need of great healing, those that are in need of great deliverance due to the things you've experienced in your past, your healing, your deliverance, your freedom, your constant excitement in life and the real inner joy that no one can take, honey, that's only going to come from being in one safe place one presence of one man whose name is God, the Father, uh, Jesus, the Holy Spirit. All three of them are so important. That's the only people's presence I want to be in. It's God, the Father, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus. My safe place was not always God. I had to learn to make him my safe place. I had to learn to allow him to be my safe place. And it took time to get here. Yes, I'll step outside and give humans a chance. And okay, well, maybe, you know, I can trust this person with this part of me. And maybe I can trust this person with this part of me. And come to find out a lot of the people you thought you could trust with certain parts of you that are interesting, that are vulnerable, you you really can't trust them. So I learned through trial and error. And I'm trying to prevent you from having to learn through trial and area um, area. What am I talking about? I am trying to prevent you from having to learn through trial, trial and error. And all I'm saying to you is be careful who you allow in your life and be careful who you allow to be your safe place. Again, it says in Psalms 91, for those that have a little trouble hearing, it says he who dwells in the shelter of the most high will rest in the shadow of the almighty will say of the Lord. He is my refuge will say of the Lord. He is my refuge. God is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers. Now I know ain't no man on this earth or woman that got feathers (laughs) that can cover you. So we definitely know in this passage, they are referring to a greater person and that greater person is God. He's the only person I know that come on now, they got some feathers. So it says he will cover you with his feathers and under his wings, you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. So I, again, just wanted to encourage you today to allow God to be your safe place. Make him your safe place. Run to him when everything is going good and you run to him when everything is going wrong. Run to him when 
you are completely confused, when you are completely lost, run to him immediately after that heartbreak. Don't wait a week after. I know sometimes as women and possibly men, we have that moment. We just want to be emotional and cry and get it out. But even in those moments of of being emotional and crying and going through the different changes and phases that anybody goes through once their heart gets broken, run to God immediately so that your heart won't become hardened, so that you won't build up that wall so high that you find yourself not even allowing God in. The craziest thing, and I'm about to close, is did you ever think about that heartbreak was a part of God's plan for your life? I want you to think about that. And I know sometimes it's really hard to believe that good old God, who's awesome, would allow a situation to come in your life to break your heart. But you know what? That is my story. That is what happened to me. And I had to realize that even in that heartbreak, it, it was it was destined to happen as bad as it was. Woo, because it was bad. Come on now. My heartbreak I experienced from a 10-year relationship that I was in, that was that was heavy heartbreak. It was it was so it was so heavy, I literally just sat there. It hurt so bad I could not even cry. And I never in my life experienced that moment of just silence, yet angry and full of hurt and literally feeling like my heart was just in pieces on the floor before me. So it's been a journey for me. And um, of course, my time is coming to an end, but we'll talk about that another time. But yeah, keep in mind that as much as it hurts, there's a high possibility that that heartbreak was a part of God's plan. Because usually when you're hurt a whole lot and you don't have nobody else to turn to, guess who you turn to? You turn to God. And right then and right there is when he becomes your safe place. So yeah, that is my podcast for today. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it helped you. Um, I hope it blessed you. And most importantly, I hope you can relate to this. All right. Talk to you soon. You all have a good day. Bye-bye.